Hello, Montana. This is Charles Halls with Halls Outdoors, bringing you the sweet smelling news of the outdoors. It's calving season. It's that time of the year to put your hands in the cows <clears throat> and pull the calves out. I have worked on a ranch before. It's not for me. I'd rather sit here and talk to you fun-loving people. Getting lost in the wilderness, or being stranded from your vehicle breaking down, is not a very fun experience. Well, it could be fun to depend on the situation. If you're just going for a short walk in the wilderness, take a fanny pack with you and fill it full of matches, a couple of granola bars, a small flashlight if there's any room, fire starter, and most importantly, a bottle of water. You never know there might be a situation where you're out there a little longer than you expect. In a vehicle, carry enough food to last you at least three days. A small camping stove, a couple containers with water in it, and a couple of empty containers. A sleeping bag or a blanket in case you have to spend the night. Have a repair kit for your car, such as pliers, wrenches, spare spark plugs, and a few other items you might want to put on your list. You don't have to run out and buy the expensive fire starters. You actually have a fire starter at home. When you clean the lint out of your dryer, put some in a Ziploc bag. It's a really great fire starter, and it's really inexpensive. If you have the Strike Anywhere matches, and if they're not waterproof, get you some clear fingernail polish and paint the match heads. When it dries, it puts a nice waterproof coating over top of the match heads. Now some of you might feel kind of odd, and you may want to ask your wife or your girlfriend to go into the store and get the clear fingernail polish for you. I went into a store once looking for a clear fingernail polish, and the woman behind the counter said, Oh, this for your wife or girlfriend? I said, No, it's for me. You should have seen the strange look she gave me. I looked at her and said, No, I am not that away. And I finally told her the reason why and she laughed about it. I've been broke down the mountains before. When I was engaged in my first mistake, uh, I mean ex-wife, we decided to take a road trip to look over the place we was going to spend our honeymoon. This was in December. I put some food, sleeping bags, flashlights, a couple of fishing rods, a small cook stove, with uh, pots and pans, two containers full of water, and one empty container. My ex-wife fussed about it, telling me I took too much stuff with us. Well, on the way back, I was wanting to stop off at a certain location to shoot some landscape photos. It was in a national forest area, and we pulled out of our parking space and drove 10 feet. All of a sudden, the car stopped. We couldn't get it restarted again. My ex-wife went down to a store to call her grandparents. With me being a licensed ham radio guy, I got on the radio and contacted a person. He called my father, who's also a ham radio person. So we passed messages back and forth and tell him what was going on. After I got a hold of her grandparents, before she got a hold of him. When the ex-wife returned, she asked me how did I get a hold of her grandparents. I just pointed towards the radio. My father called him and telling him that we was broke down. There was a guy fishing at the same place we was at who was a mechanic. He looked at the vehicle for us and told us the fuel pump was bad. So my ex-wife started crying. She said, what are we going to do now? I looked at her, and I looked at the little trot stream. I looked at her, and I said, it's a shame let it go to waste. So I threw my waders on and jumped into the stream and started fishing. She was yelling and screaming and cussing me. And I looked at her and said, what are we supposed to do? Well, after catching a few trout and turning them loose, I couldn't keep it in because they was in the catch and release area. I got the cook stove out and uh, made her some dinner. Then the person got a hold of me on the radio and said, uh, her grandparents was on the way up with a mechanic. So they came up there and put a new fuel pump in the car and we was able to drive home. 
so you never know when something is going to turn up. In tomorrow's show, I'll have some more information about survival. Now it's time to read some news. This is an update from the three individuals that was arrested in Yellowstone Park. Thomas Brown of Vermont and Cody Sison of Minnesota each pleaded guilty in the U.S. District Court at the Yellowstone Justice Center in Mammoth, Wyoming. Both was charged of entering a closed area of Yellowstone National Park and interference with an agency function. Slicing and Brown were charged on March the 6th, 2018. Both received sentence of six days in jail with a credit time served, a $250 fine, one charge of entering a closed area, and a $250 fine charge of interference with an agency's function. A $500 community service payment and a $50 in special assessment. Hannah Ponder of Idaho pleaded guilty of one charge of entering a closed area and was sentenced to six days in jail with credit time served. Find $500, a $500 service payment, and a $40 special assessment. All three are banned from Yellowstone Park for five years. And all three had to serve five years unsupervised probation. You know, if I was banned from the park for five years, that would just drive me nuts because I just love that place. So if you don't want to be banned, don't do anything wrong. Obey the rules. If you're with an organization and like to have some news announced, or if you have a funny hunting and fishing story you'd like to share with me, please email me at h-a-w-e-s-o-d at gmail.com. That's all the time we have today. Thank you for listening in. Remember, stay warm and stay safe.